Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to my podcast, Girl with the Camera. And it's my pleasure to welcome Reese Hamlin, an actor, is known for his work on Predestination Neighbors, Oz Linked, but also a short film called Unspoken that I want to talk about in this episode a lot. Okay, so welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. It's good to be here. Um, let's just start with telling me so basically um the unspoken short film is about depression to give some yes. context to my viewers and listeners so can you just firstly like tell me how did you get involved in this project i remember it quite vividly when i arrived to the audition you know you always rock up and you bring a lot of energy you do all your prep and i knew that the material was pretty dark so i thought i would you know bring bring that sort of lighten the mood a little bit and I got the audition and they said here's the, basically the backstory of, of what you're auditioning for and um, you know, like the, I don't know if you're aware but the story is like very close to the people that created the story it was based off a real, real life experience um, by the director and the producers so um yes yeah, so they basically handed me this one page story to read which was basically the real life events which sort of inspired the whole film and that really hit me like a ton of bricks it was just like you know reading how someone's life had kind of ended basically you know sort of the the story and um the unfolding i guess and that really just really struck a nerve with me you know it really really hit me hard and um I just told them that I needed, you know, a few more moments and then I, I auditioned for the piece, but I, I knew I immediately had that connection with it. You know, it was mm -hmm. something that definitely spoke to me sort of deep within. And it was also, um, you know, such a, a fragile thing and like an, an honor to be able to be involved with something that was so close to so many people that I was working with. So that's how it sort of all came about. That's kind of a pressure because you want to make justice. Like, you know that how much it means to those people. So can you yeah. tell me, like, how did you prepare for this role? Well, I know that we wanted to make it like the, the, the name of the film's unspoken. So it was all very subtly indicated and um, quite naturalistic in its style. So I didn't want to bring anything that wasn't genuine to it. You know, I wanted it to be quite restrained and uh, direct, the director Zoe was really great with giving me heaps of flexibility with the role and just sort of let me kind of run with it how I sort of felt, you know, fit. But there was definitely like we did need to keep checking with one another because it, it is such a dark subject matter and there were times where people were sort of getting triggered and getting you know, quite upset about it just because I guess it was, you know, pretty close to home. So I think just checking in with one another and sort of keeping that ensemble and keeping everyone looking after each other, I guess, throughout the whole, the whole shoot of it. But, yeah, I mean, I, I did feel that pressure definitely initially, but then I think it's sort of, I guess, with any piece that you take on, like yeah, you have to, inject your life into it and your experience and then it becomes 
a slice of you and, a, and the character, you know? So it, I guess it did take a bit of a, its own take on its own life. Um, yeah. And it also, we did uh, steer a little bit away from the real life events that it was based on, um, which gave it a bit more of a brighter ending, mm-hmm. which was nice. Yeah. <laughs> so, as we know, um, there's not much dialogue, so it's really mm. about like the visual um, thing and how to express your emotions and what you're feeling without saying it, because this this is basically like the the actual depression in real life. Like people, barely, yeah. like they don't say it. Like usually, like oh, I'm depressed, I'm feeling horrible. You know, I want to, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, I don't want to be here. So how different it was from your previous roles uh, where there's a dialogue and now you just have to kind of like express. So so different. And also a little bit frustrating as an actor sometimes because you're like, just let me talk, let me, you know, because you want to sort of give it, give everything you've got. But it's a really interesting experiment just like internalizing it all. Um, and I think that really gave it its kind of power, not having the dialogue, like really, really, really restricting the dialogue. And basically it's almost like you're like viewing this, this seemingly normal life of, of a young man interacting with family, going to a party, just going about normal life, like looks like everything's fine on the surface yet there is this undercurrent that keeps pulling him back into this, into his shadows. And for him, he just can't see how he can get out of that and doesn't think to maybe reach out to people that sort of, uh, you know, that, that masculine thing, like I'll, I'll deal with it. I'll take it on. This is my thing. And no one wants to hear about me whinging or me complaining or, you know, you don't want to be letting, letting, you know, dropping the mood with, with talking about how, how bad you feel, you know, we you, you to be honest with the people around you. And, and I think, I think now that conversation's becoming a lot more open, but it's taken a long time to get there. And it's still not always easy for people to come forward and talk about their feelings. And, and yeah, you can just, that's just sort of like this, this thing that you can get trapped in. And it's a solo, lonely kind of journey. Yeah. And I really like about this film that it doesn't necessarily have a, like has a drama, like, you know, Mm. you're not triggered by an event. It's just like how this character feels like from the morning till the evening, like there's not necessarily like a specific reason like this. And it's not, you know, just a drama, like you're crying or whatever, but we still can Mm. see that you're, so depressed so this is really something that stands out because i was searching for a lot of short films on depression and i watched this and i'm like okay this is exactly (laughs) how it should be (laughs) yeah because it is so stripped back and and seemingly normal like it's it's just a slice of someone's life you know in a lot of ways so you also kind of mentioned how the filming went um that sometimes it was difficult but the, mm-hmm. was there like moments that you had fun or was it really? On yeah, the definitely. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It would have been pretty grim if we didn't. Um, <laughs> no, we definitely, 
yeah, that like the director and the producer definitely made an effort, a conscious effort to, to lighten. Like it was like, let's all eat lollies now, or, you know, like let's just do something fun or bring a bit of the joy back into it. Cause yeah, it, it would be quite easy to get stuck in that, you know? And I think any role that you do take on, you do take a little bit of it home with you as well. You know, like I definitely was, yeah, I guess processing a bit of stuff myself, um, which was just kind of remnants of, of yeah, shooting all day. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So how, how long the production of this took, like the filming, the filming part? I think, uh, look, I think it was maybe... Oh, four days, but it was sort of broken up over a few days. I think we did a couple of days and then a couple of weeks later, we did a few more pickups and a few things. So mm-hmm. yeah. And Don't when quote was... me on that, but I think yeah. it was, yeah, <laughs> about four days. And when it was finished, like, um, was it easy for you to detach from the character and kind of like, you know, be normal not kind of like not think about it anymore or you had it in your mind still because it was a strong story yeah i guess i guess it is one of those things that yeah it took a few days to kind of for that to kind of shake off that that role but then when i did watch it again when it when it came together as a full piece i was yeah a little bit uh a little bit triggered in like it's like a side of myself that I, I don't want to sort of um, like, I, maybe I was judging it a little bit, you know, like that's, that's the kind of sad, depressed race that I'm watching, you know? And um, yeah. So I guess in some ways it was a little bit uh, unsettling to watch it. Yeah. And yeah. yeah, that leads me to a question do you like watching your performance and analyzing it like in any kind of film or you're one of those actors? It's just like, Oh no. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm one of those people that just think it always could be better. I could always done this. Like I can't ever just let it be and just say that's that. And it is what it is. Like I, um, I, I have quite a critical eye. So I, I do find that hard. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which does make it really hard with, with self-taping for auditions when you, when you've got to go through all these takes and I'm like, I'm not happy with any of them. So it's sort <laughs> of, you know, a long process, drawn out process, but I think you just got to, you got to give that away at some point and just, you know, let it be. It is what it is. And there's always going to be next time. And yeah, just give it your best in the moment. Do you remember a certain scene from unspoken that was maybe the most difficult to film or it took the most time or something like that or any kind of like specific moment. There, there was, there was, there was some scenes, the, the party scenes was actually one of those freezing cold Melbourne days. <laughs> and we were trying to coordinate people and some people arrived late we're waiting on, extras and i remember just sitting there freezing for so long like it was one of those just kept going on and on and on and you know when you get cold to the bone and you just you know your body just can't warm itself up so that was tough but that was just me being a silk um but the final scene when he's in the garage and when he's sort of contemplating making that final move that was 
yeah, that was quite a somber shoot. Yeah, because we, we sort of had to stumble through how we were going to visually portray that without it being too visually accurate or, you know, too exact. Of Yeah, so we kind of wanted to indicate it rather than um, explicitly mm-hmm. show it. So, but I think, yeah, that, that's kind of, that was, I guess, the climax of, of his darkness you know like that's when he was at his lowest point yeah and i i I like the fact that you didn't like explicitly showed it like i think that's Mm. not the point um but of course audience know what's happening Um, yeah because i think i think for a lot of people from from my sort of understanding of of mental illness is you know there's there's times where you're not feeling anything it's not feeling sad and feeling emotional. It's empty and lost and without direction, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that was sort of where I sort of took this role. Like he'd almost kind of gone to the end of the path and he's probably expressed all these sad emotions over however long of the period. And then it's, and now it's just that he's almost like an empty vessel. He sees himself as an empty vessel and doesn't see that he can move through this to then get out the other side. That's, that's one of the things like just not feeling anything, like not be able to feel anything anymore. And that is much more frustrating than feeling sad or happy because you know that you're going to get out of this. Um, But yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, So as an actor, um, basically when you audition and when you start out, mm. you get a lot of no's. Um, so mm. it's like, no, no, no. And it's very difficult, I would say. So in terms of like mental health, in terms of acting, mm. like what do you do to take care of your mental health? If you're like starting actor and you're getting all those rejections, yeah. Yeah. That's a really good question. I think for me, it's about knowing what's serving me, you know, like there's no point putting yourself up if you're already going into it, feeling a little bit rejected because I, I feel like you can end up being a little bit wounded from a lot of these, you know, rejections that you're getting from various auditions. You, you, you try not to take that on, but, but everyone does feel it, you know, no one wants to be rejected. So I think for me, it's about recognizing those times that maybe I need to just step back and maybe say no to an audition or two and come back to it when I feel ready. And I feel that I've, I'm excited about it again, you know? So I think it's important to recognize when you are getting tired and then you need a refresh and then come, come at it at a new fresh angle with fresh energy, because I honestly believe that's what gets the role, you know, like you need to bring that extra something that is within you. It's within all, all of us. And it's, and it's that energy, you know, it's that screen presence, the energy you bring to the room. And I think, especially, you know, when you're auditioning for commercials a lot, which at the best of times aren't always that satisfying to audition <laughs> for, you know, it's nice to get them. Um, but they can be pretty, uh, yeah, like just un- uninspiring and, you know, yeah, they're pretty, 
pretty like repetitive basically. Um, so yeah, I would say just, yeah, refreshing, come at it from a fresh angle when you're feeling like you're getting a bit burnt out. Great. That's great. And from the point of like some of my, um, actually most of my viewers and listeners are directors. So can you tell me from the actor's point of view, like what kind of directors you like working with, like, you know, Mm. giving a lot of um, freedom on set or you need to be um, shouted at, (laughs) of course. Yeah. Yeah. I think for me that the best experiences I've had with directors that I've liked working with is directors that can talk to you from a way that they can ask something of you to get a result that you can understand. So you're talking more in terms of real life kind of feelings or experiences or like they'll ask you a question like, you know, how, would that make you feel if she was to actually leave right now in this moment when, when in the scene, maybe she doesn't, but, mm-hmm. but just something like that, some little adjustment that can just, just make the tiniest little shift in your mind. And then I think that can then come out and create a whole new take or a new direction for that scene. But I think the directors that come in really hot and heavy and really super keen and like, you know, trying to really like say what they think from their opinion and have, have that from their side of it, which I think is totally valid. But as an actor, you're, you're almost, you're already vulnerable up there. So you need to almost keep with that kind of energy that, that the actor's working with and adapt to that energy. Like maybe if it is a really big scene and they're really, you know, like it's a fight scene or you're, they're really revved up and angry, then then the director can come in with that energy to kind of, embellish that and and breathe some mm-hmm. some more you know energy into it but yeah i think i think it's reading the reading the actor and and yeah making small adjustments yeah good but it, i know it's tricky i know it's tricky because it's <laughs> yeah there's a lot of people with a lot of opinions and yeah constantly a juggling act and do, do you like to improvise when you're filming yeah Absolutely. And especially before the take, but before the first line, like a little, a little warm up into it for me, that works really well for me. Yeah. So, so, so you're you... coming from somewhere strong leading into the scene. Sometimes mm. there are actors who really take the screenplay and they know like how much time was put into creating like every syllable, you know? So they are kind of mm. thinking that they don't want to change it because um, it's disrespectful, but at the same yeah. time creating something amazing, like on a set because the mood and the vibe is very different and, you know, you should maybe go beyond and maybe just have one take where you do, improvise and then see so i think you're the second version maybe of that like yeah yeah i think i think the like authentic authenticity is always going to be more watchable than a performance that's by the book you know and and mind perfect and you, you hear varying opinions about that but i think i think like a good thing is to always go in strong and bring what you want to bring to the piece. But for me, I find that really hard because that's quite a a ballsy kind of brave move (laughs) to do. 
and you almost want to warm up to that. Um, but I think that can really give a memorable performance when you do kind of come at it quite punchy and, and, and bring something that you've sort of internalized. But yeah, I, I think because for me, I'm, I'm someone that does overthink things and, and I do get a bit caught up in being like making word, word perfect, but it can then become about getting the words right rather than getting the story right and the, the intention of the character and, and what do they want in the scene? What do they want from the person? What's, what's the world they're living in and, and how they're going about getting it. So I think that's the most important thing. And if you haven't got that, then the script doesn't really matter anyway. <laughs> you know what I mean? So yeah, but it, it is, it is a tricky one. You do hear two sides of it, you know, like some, some directors are quite happy for you to improvise and just throw it out there and, and see where it goes. Whereas others, you know, on, on soap operas and TV series, they definitely want you to be a little bit more by the book. They just sort of need to tick the boxes and, and move on to the next scene. So I think it depends on the environment and, and what the show is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So let's wrap this up with, tell me like what is going on in your life right now <laughs> or maybe What's also going on life? projects. Yeah. So we've had a very long and arduous lockdown. So um pretty excited about trying to getting some normal normal life normality back some freedoms which is very exciting so uh, me personally i've i've taken a step back from auditioning just because self-taping at home sort of like the, the industry had to adapt and change and for me i sort of got to a point where the self-taping just wasn't satisfying. Like you, you need to be enjoying the process because if you're not enjoying the process, then it's not fueling you and carrying you to the next stage of your journey. It's kind of having the opposite effect. So for me, I've stepped away and focused on some other passions in my life and I'm sort of regrouping. And then I, I'm sure I'm going to come back to this and hopefully with a new perspective and some fresh energy and yeah, see what happens. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much for your time. I do appreciate it. It was great. Nice. Thank you. Yeah, it's really good. It's fun to have a chat. And I wish you good luck. Yeah. And enjoy the freedom. You too. Yeah. Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing great stuff. It's very inspiring. You too. You too. Thank you. All right. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.